Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Gimbal wants certain things certainly his way. He wants all of, essentially all of fossil fuel out of the production of electricity by 2035. And the, the, the premiers of Saskatchewan and Alberta and other premiers are saying, can't do it. Can't do it. But he wants it. Well, I, I doubt that the uh, aforementioned Gimboa will be the energy minister or even in government by 2035. Uh, well, it'll be surprising. Um, and then we look at we look at Europe, and we've talked to um, our good friend, uh, Professor Thierry Bro from France. He was responsible for energy security for the whole country. We have to have him back on the show. And uh, he talked to us about what France is doing as far as the the nuclear plants is concerned. They're closing them down. Germany's gotten rid of them, and and now they're they're a trillion or more dollars into the taxpayers, ultimately, with subsidies, so they could keep the energy bills lower this winter than they would be without the subsidies. But eventually, who pays the bill? The taxpayers do. Maybe not this generation, but generations to come. So then you do a little bit of a hop across the English Channel. And what do you find? You find the relatively new British Prime Minister, Rishi Sumak. And he... Uh, made an announcement which frankly surprised me and angered many who are uh, particularly engaged and militant. Can I use that word? Yeah. About the environment. And the UK prime minister stepped on the brakes on climate commitments to avoid what he said is a public backlash. Rishi Sumak has delayed a ban on new gasoline and diesel vehicles by an additional five years. And he confirmed that British households would, quote, never, end quote, be forced to, quote, rip out their existing boiler and replace it with a heat pump, end quote. He said he could not impose, quote, unacceptable costs, end quote, on British families. So the Prime Minister of Britain has pushed back the date when gasoline and diesel vehicles should be off the market, new ones, by five years. And it said that the Brits would, quote, never be forced to, quote, rip out their existing boiler and replace it with a heat pump, end quote. He could not impose unacceptable costs on British families. So my, f my feeling is, I have nothing to base it on but my my feelings, and a bit of experience dealing with politics. That opens the door for other national governments and other national political, well, I have trouble with the word leaders, um, political managers to carry on with their um, professed preferences, because we don't know what they really are, their professed preferences to be reelected and do any damn thing it takes to, to accomplish that. But if Rishi Sumak is making the changes he's making or the commitments he's making, well, it allows a whole bunch of other politicians to say, well, we have to do that too. Dan McTagg knows all about politics. He knows all about government. He was a government member of parliament 
Well, he was a member of Parliament for 18 years. They weren't all in government. But he was an MP for 18 years, a highly profiled member of Parliament in the Liberal government of Jean Chrétien and Paul Martin. Um, and now he's the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. And just by sneaky coincidence, he's on the air with us. <laughs> How are you, Dan? Good talking to you, Roy. Thanks uh, for having me. Always good to talk to you. Were you surprised by Mr. Sumac, by Prime Minister Sumac? Uh, to, to the extent that his predecessors didn't do this, even after Boris Johnson, um, uh, Liz Truss, um, was surprising, uh, given that Europe <clears throat> is really ground zero for net zero and it's cataclysmic effect on uh, on consumers and on people. You know, Roy, on uh, May the uh, May the 10th, The Economist put out a not well uh, followed up article that said more people died due to cold through high energy costs because they couldn't afford it in Europe. The number of people who died in 2022 through COVID. Now that is shocking in of itself. It's now being, you know, uh, I see some others are starting to repeat that uh, particular article, but it was uh, under the radar for a long time. It really speaks to the uh, the indiscernibly difficult position that uh, Europeans and Britons find themselves in. And uh, if Mr. Sumac wanted any chance of being able to win the next election, his trailing in the polls, not as badly, by the way, as Justin Trudeau is apparently today. But if he wants any shot at uh, retaining power, he had to make that decision. Uh, people who are uh, people who have no job, who have no ability to heat, and no ability to feed themselves, are not likely to reward the government that's espousing those net zero policies causing it. You know, Dan, about maybe ten years ago, eight years ago, I read a series of articles from uh, in the British media that I talked about on the air. And they were all about how the energy costs and the decisions made by the British government at the time were causing significant harm. And they talked about legions of British seniors, pensioners, didn't have the money to heat their homes. You know what they did? Well, you know, they rode the buses all day exactly. so they could stay warm. They rode the bus. And, uh, and, and a British, major British charity was predicting 100,000 deaths that were direct, would be directly related to the massive cost of trying to heat your home. Exactly. You That's scary stuff. And, yeah. that, and just, you know, I, I really felt at the time, if I don't talk about this, nobody will. Well, they won't, but they are going to. Um, this is the year. Uh, we're seeing the very policies, the very mistakes made in Britain, in Europe, uh, are being followed uh, and aggressively so. You mentioned Stephen Gibault, but other members of cabinet want to push this agenda significantly. And uh, in doing so, uh, look at the growing number of people. You've seen them. You saw them at the grocery stores. You're seeing them at the gas. Oh, yeah. Uh, people are I'm one of a them. tough go of it. I'm, look, Dan, I live alone. Even my dogs died. So I, uh, I, I live alone. Um, I, don't mistake me. You know, I'm not misunderstand. I have friends. <laughs> and I have family. They're just a long way away. But my friends, I have a lot of friends. But um, I do live alone. So for me to, uh, to buy groceries, is, it's, it's, not a, it's not a major endeavor. I don't have five mouths to feed and a bunch of dogs to feed. Um, I, I just go out and I buy groceries 
for myself. I, now, I always buy something, you know, those bags they have at the grocery store that you can buy, five or ten bucks, usually five ninety nine or ten ninety nine. I buy a couple of those and I put them in a bin that goes to the uh, to the to the food bank. So, but for for me to just buy my own groceries, it's not a big deal. But when I got to the cash register, was it yesterday? The day before, I got to the cash register. I said, one hundred and eighteen bucks for what? I just looked in the. I've got one of those little little push cards, you know, the little ones. The, yep. Yeah, they look like kid push cards, and it wasn't even half full. And it was, it was one hundred eighteen dollars. And I thought, what would somebody do who has a family of five or six? You know, you have five kids, two adults. Maybe you've got another generation of family living with you. What do you do? How often do you have to? You know, what's it cost you? A thousand bucks? Well, what you don't do is add taxes or destroy the Canadian dollar by discouraging capital from coming into our most important economic engine, exactly. oil and gas. Look, I don't like that industry. They don't like me. I predict gas prices have been doing it for 20, 30 years. Uh, they lose millions of dollars because of my predictions. So be it. But when you start messing around with the things that uh, that have the effect of driving up the cost of living for everybody to un- intolerable levels, including and not limited to, uh, you know, uh, mortgages, <laughs> inflation yeah. is the thing that the Bank of Canada is yeah. fighting, and it's fighting fire with it's throwing gasoline on the fire, saying it's okay to have you know, carbon taxes and uh, weak Canadian dollar because you block pipelines and there's no money coming into the country. But we're still going to tax you, even though we accept that, uh, you know, carbon taxes, all of them, the clean fuel standard, the the existing carbon tax are well above the inflationary targets. This is this is almost ridiculous, but it has an effect. It's a very real effect on Canadians. I think, uh, Roy, it's starting to show up, not just in the polls, but in Canadians' frustration. Okay, back across the Atlantic. Sure. To the U.K. And Prime Minister Rishi Sumak. I'm surprised the Conservatives have anybody supporting them in the UK. But remember, there was a British Prime Minister who um, who everybody thought was going to get wiped out in 2000, was 2010, 2012. Cameron, right? Remember Cameron? Yes. And he was going to get blown out was the prediction. Oh, God, is there going to be nobody left in the Conservative benches? And I said, I went on the air and I said, this guy has a majority government tomorrow. And everybody said, Green's lost his mind. Finally, totally, he's lost. He's delusional. Somebody get a nurse in there with a blood pressure cuff. This guy's going over. And what happened the next day? Cameron got a majority government. Because people, when they were in the voting booth, thought, I'll just... But it has, yeah, Roy, it has to be clear, though. And Sunak is... Well, it does have to be clear. But this is pretty clear what he's doing, Dan. It is, but it is not the complete thing. He hasn't said no to net zero. And I think that's the, the fantasy, the, the, the Pandora's box that is opening itself up to all of these problems we're facing around the world is the, uh, what I call a marketing term, net zero. It is, has nothing... What does net zero mean to Dan McTague, the, the president of Canadian for Affordable Energy? What does it mean to you? An attempt to try to uh, attack a molecule that we need to survive. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous in a country that produces so little of it, relatively speaking, and for which too low an amount is likely to lead to uh, uh, you know, serious problems with our ecosystem. Yeah. Too much of it, of course, is a different matter, but much of this you know, may very yeah. well be unsettled yeah. the, the result of other factors. Yeah, meanwhile... Well, as much as China. Exactly. I was about to say that. Meanwhile, another country that you just mentioned is building, I don't know, two, three, four new coal plants every week. 
literally, I'm not making this up, right? I'm correct. Is that correct? No, you're correct. Okay. You're correct. And, and the uh, prime minister says there's no business case for us sending natural gas. Oh, no, 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 no. We send the, we send the chancellor of Germany home. We send the prime minister of Japan home, who yep. both come here and want to buy liquid natural gas from Canada. I'll bet you they would have paid for the infrastructure if they'd been asked to. If we if we if we'd allow it to be built, but we send them home. Meanwhile, China pollutes to the hilt, and we send our well. Actually, our environment minister goes there. <laughs> I uh, wonder why. Eh? Now we're talking, now, now we don't know whether he said anything or not because we've had no comment. We've had he didn't say anything, and then he said most recently he did bring it up in conversation. But I I don't know what the truth is. They're not going to listen to him anyway. Criminal, an activist criminal who has no business. Ooh, that's hurtful. I mean, an activist what? An activist criminal. It was a misdemeanor. A man who has committed it was criminal a activity in the past. And it was a misdemeanor. Someone who is has no idea of reality. Look at his history, and I've, we've talked about it before. I'm not going to go through all of it. This is a guy that doesn't want people in cars, doesn't want people living in the suburbs. This is a fellow who uh, thought that Huawei was doing a great job and that uh, you know Western telecoms were beating up on, uh, on Huawei. This is a guy who mocked. And uh, what happened at Walkerton back in the 1990s when I was a member of parliament with the, uh, with the E. coli spill as a result of that and saying, you know, this is nature's way, this is nature's revenge. He's so far disconnected with reality. The last thing you should be doing uh, is being anywhere. But you have to remember he was recruited by the prime minister. Sure he was. Because he was the president and the founder of Equiterra. I don't even know if Equiterra in Quebec had any <laughs> other members other than uh, you. Another grifting organization that gets oh. a lot of money through lawfare and, of course, uh, roll, government and your tax money to be spent on them so they can lecture us even further. Hold That's on. what the country's come to. Hold Hopefully on. a new government will change all that. And I think Richie Sunak understands that as well. But we need to recognize very quickly the country cannot afford what these people are proposing because at the end of the day, the carbon they want to eliminate is you and I. And now you're scaring me. Blaine Higgs, the Premier of New Brunswick, who on this program, interesting, what's that word again? What's the word? Oh, yeah. Interestingly enough, said just before Christmas, about four years ago, and we were talking with Scott Moe. He was on with us as well, the Premier of Saskatchewan. And we were talking about a Premier's conference that Mr. Trudeau had attended. And it was the first one that Blaine Higgs had attended as Premier. And I said, what was your takeaway? And he said, we're going to have to decide whether Canada is a nation or a notion. Find that clip. Find it. It's in our folder. Blaine Higgs. If you don't mind, guys, find it. Blaine Higgs. Have to decide whether Canada is a nation or a notion. You agreed with that, uh, Mr. McTagg? Uh, <laughs> weeding into the uh, area of federal uh, yeah, <laughs> constitutional law and politics around it. Uh, yeah, I try to avoid it, but uh, I think Mr. Higgs is doing a very good job. And uh, no, no, there, no. He's, he, I'm talking about his quote. We have to decide whether Canada is a nation or an ocean. Well, it sounds uh, like some would suggest, and I think increasingly, uh, you know, we're a, we're a, a state uh, that hasn't a proper definition of itself. Uh, we have actors and players within the, the country. Oh, stop, uh, Dan! Stop! Stop! Have a listen. Here, play it. Go on, play, play, Tom. It makes you wonder if our if if Canada is a nation or a notion. Okay, so I wasn't exactly right, but well, he asked. It's a question, and I think it's a, it's a valid question because at the end of the day, it's uh, like a senior Trudeau once said. You know, uh, you have the federal government acting as head waiter to uh, catering to the wishes of regions and provinces, and so you know, hard to keep a country together with so many disparate views. But 
reality is that a lot of Canadians believe that, uh, you know, it's let the good times roll. This country is all about uh, what I can get out of it. I think we have to start to reinvest. Yeah. What if you're wrong? Hello? What, yeah, if, you're, what if you're wrong? On what? Uh, the nation, the, the perception of nation, or the, the stuff about the population control that uh, the climate scientists put out 11,000 back on November 5th, 2019. Scary stuff. <laughs> but uh, I think when you start saying people are the problem, you've lost the plot. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. season of 911 on a new night Thursday March 14th on Global stream on Stack TV